I don't know what it is about that song. This makes me want to have Joe keep playing it. I hey, love everybody. it. I want to hear the end. Yep. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so much for turning in, tuning in rather to the good, the bad, and the guilty here on WSIC. Uh, that is a 100.7 FM Statesville, 105.9 for all our surrounding vills. Uh, and uh, want our listeners to uh, to go ahead and tune in early and stay with us throughout the show. Toward the end of the show, Joe has told us that we will be giving away a four-pack of tickets to the Xfinity race in Charlotte this weekend. So stay with us, and uh, you need to listen to the show mm-hmm. even extra hard today right. because uh, Joe has told us that we have to ask a question. There'll be a quiz at the end. There'll be a quiz on pop the show. Pop quiz. <clears throat> a pop quiz. So, uh, Joe, you keep it straight, buddy, and we'll uh, we'll get those tickets out. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, again, uh, today uh, we have Sergeant Patrick Dixon with us. Uh, again, he's he is back in all his green shirted glory today. Yes. Uh, I know uh, you were here a week before last. I was, and we were discussing uh, domestic violence. And for those that may not be familiar with it, uh, October is Domestic Violence Prevention Month, and we just merely had scratched the surface uh, on investigations and different things that the Ardo County Sheriff's Office particularly through our Special Victims Unit, can do to help uh, victims of domestic violence. So we brought Patrick back with us today. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming, sir. Thank you for having me. And as always, my my sidekick, my partner in crime, who's also wearing some sort of greenish um, colored shirt there. Is it teal? No, that is not teal. Hey, I know what it is. It's blustery. I remember now. This is the Nike shirt. The title of it is blustery. Okay, okay. <laughs> moving right along. Captain Matt Burleson is with us today. Thank you, sir. So, uh, thank you so much for coming today, Matt. I know uh, we have been extremely busy as an Ooh, agency, and, wow. and we'll talk more about that as we get into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, today, uh, Sheriff Campbell is in Idaho. Oh, uh, he's in. He's in where, Matt? I, it was Idaho. Was it I believe Idaho? You say it. Okay, yes. Sheriff Campbell is in Idaho today. Yes. Um, he is currently with the. Uh, representing all 100 North Carolina sheriffs at a meeting of the National Sheriffs Associations Committee mm-hmm. of State Sheriffs Associations, uh, and basically uh, all the all the states in the United States, and I don't know that all 50 of them have sheriffs associations, but all of the ones that do, uh, the presidents mm-hmm. of those associations are in are in Idaho, right. <clears throat> At a national meeting where they are receiving briefings from the FBI, ATF, DEA, uh, various other governmental organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they are um, coming together as a group of sheriffs to set legislation and legislating legislative priorities uh, to work with the National Sheriffs Association uh, to push legislation in in Washington and at the local level. Uh, at the local state capitals for law enforcement. Uh, I know one of the big things, of course, Matt, is as you and I have talked with Sheriff Campbell, is the border. Oh, wow. And yes, or, and or the lack of border security. Mm-hmm. So I know there was uh, several presentations that he was going to be attending uh, at, at this meeting. Uh, obviously, fentanyl is, is just huge. Methamphetamine is huge mm-hmm. coming across the border uh, from uh, Mexico and up through Central uh, America. 
So that was one of the topics that they were speaking about. There's also some other legislative things, uh, retirement and things like that that are going on. And it's on. good that the sheriff can be a part of that because uh, you and Sheriff Campbell have both been to the border and yes. you've seen firsthand yes. what's going on. Uh, I don't think any conditions are getting better anytime soon or hadn't since you guys have been there. No, and ironically enough, Matt, uh, thank you for bringing that up, for, for reminding me. Uh, he had uh, Sheriff Campbell had actually received an invitation uh, from a group that regularly sends elected officials from across the country to the right. border, uh, and he would have been gone this week to the border, but right. he had to go. He had to go to Idaho. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, speaking to some of those sheriffs and some of the the Southwest border sheriffs at the various conferences that I had the the the, the pleasure of attending, it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. It's not getting any better. And and what we see on the media is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. I like how you uh, <coughs> denoted the Southwest border. Mm-hmm. Because North Carolina is a border state, yeah, we're, we're just not on the southwest border. We are, and, uh, and there's uh, many, you know, because of what we see. Sure, and, and and there again, it's one of the things where when I first started going to some of these association meetings with, with Sheriff Campbell, and and he would tell me, "Now listen to what's going on in California, Arizona, Washington, Oregon." He said, "In about six to eight months, what's going on there will be going on here, because it transitions across right. the nation." Uh, and he's been spot on ever since. So, uh, Sheriff, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are listening to us online. So uh, just uh, thank you so much for that, and uh, and we're we're looking forward to having you back. I know you're coming back very, very late tonight, uh, catching that, that red eye. So uh, if anybody has any questions today uh, about the Sheriff's Office, about uh, domestic violence, domestic violence investigations, or just anything else for that matter, law enforcement related, please give us a call at 704 873 1400. So, Matt, today, uh, for those that are uh, looking at our, our app and yep. our Facebook page, yep. uh, we got some really cool pictures up there. Of course, you'll see Sheriff Campbell uh, pictured with uh, Sheriff Champagne uh, from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Champagne is the president of the National Sheriff Association, and there is a picture uh, of he and Sheriff Campbell in, in Idaho right. uh, at one of the meetings yesterday. So uh, I've had a, a pleasure of meeting Sheriff Champagne, a really neat guy, just absolutely uh, uh, what you would envision from a Louisiana That's what sheriff. I was, in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, spicy Cajun food. I, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, in, 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 in fact, gator uh, hunting. In fact in, uh, in Grand Rapids this year, the Louisiana Sheriff's Association came there uh, because he was being installed as president, and we had a Cajun night. Uh, on the menu was alligator mm-hmm. or gator, as they said. Uh, there was crawfish o' plenty <laughs> and associated stuff, so uh, I, uh, I I had a salad. Yeah. But uh, but just really re- really nice gentleman. And uh, uh, so if you ever wonder what the president of the National Sheriff Association looks like, he is pictured with Sheriff Campbell. Also, uh, over the last couple of days, our Lake Patrol deputies mm-hmm. and our uh, cops officers have had the great opportunity to go down to Rocky Mount United Methodist yeah. Church. Uh, and talk to the preschool kids. Yeah, those there. little kids love that. They got oh. to see the jet ski. They got to they see got to the talk jet to ski, the, officers, the dogs, yep. see the officers mm-hmm. sitting in some of the patrol cars. Uh, and that's just one of the cool things that mm-hmm. we just enjoy so much. Mm-hmm. Getting out in our community, meeting our young ones, meet, meet well, our, meeting our older citizens. Well, I think their title is uh, Community <clears throat> Helpers. So their mm-hmm. teaching, their curriculum, is, if you if you will, is actually saying, uh, you know, what what type of opportunity these these children have by us helping mm-hmm. this is what we can do for you this is you know we're we're on the lake we're we're on the streets if you see us you know say hey you know get, hang out you know that kind of stuff so it's nice 
Yeah, yeah, it was really neat. So some really cool pictures there. Uh, so go in and, and, and take a look at our men and women out in the community and, and a lot of other community events we'll talk about right. as we go throughout uh, the program. But uh, when we come back from break, because Joe's given us the uh, impending break sign here, uh, we will continue to, to talk about um, how we investigate domestic violence uh, incidents here at the Arnold County Sheriff's Office. So if you have any questions, please give us a call, 704-873-1400, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Joe is playing all the music for us today. That was my favorite. Spinning the hits. Yeah, spinning <laughs> the hits on the good, the bad, and the guilty. Yeah, you called this uh, techno music. Yeah, What'd you call it last something time? similar. Techno, yeah. trance, some sort of rave music. All those pretty lights and uh, ah, sp- rave. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it goes with that shirt. Yeah, it's just a green shirt. <laughs> you're on the right track because the name of it is actually Endless Night Drive. See, there so it you're, is. You're, you're, uh, you're close. Synth wave. Yeah. Exactly. I'm all about that synth wave. I love the 80s best music. Did you say synth? Synth wave. That's yes. the bad guys from Star Wars. <laughs> you're close. You're, <laughs> you're so close oh, on that one. Right. That's so the synth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, synth is their cousin. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty here on WSIC today. Um, that is uh, 100.7 FM, 105.9 FM for all our surrounding areas. Kind of a kind of a topic that that is timely because October is Domestic Violence uh, Awareness Month. But you know, Patrick, and you deal with this way more than I do now. But having worked in special victims many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, still have a have a very soft spot in my heart for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. And as I was preparing today to to have some stuff to talk about on the show, knowing that you were coming back, um, got to doing a, uh, some studies. And the uh, National Center for Domestic Violence mm-hmm. uh, has a really great website. And, and ladies and gentlemen, let, let, me just, let me just put these, this little bit of information on you so that you can see how domestic violence affects you, even if you are not a direct victim of domestic violence. The latest study that I could find from the Center for Domestic Violence was a, is a kind of old, but it's back in 2018. And domestic violence cost the state of North Carolina more than five hundred million dollars in physical and mental health care court costs policing and prisons five hundred million dollars that's probably more than that lost productivity at work and and more each reported domestic violence incident on average cost the great state of north carolina five thousand five hundred and forty three dollars well he said the number uh, the (coughs) name reported Right, so we've exactly. talked before about how many go unreported. Yep. So, and when you when you broaden out the scope of this search of this study, the cost of what they refer to as intimate partner violence exceeded eight point three billion. That's with a B billion dollars in the United States. Survivors of intimate partner violence uh, lose on average of 8 million days of paid work each year. Mm. 
So that's costing us as taxpayers. That's costing business owners. That's costing those of us that want to purchase the goods made by these people. So it costs us all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if if you've never had a friend, family member that's been a victim of domestic violence, God bless you. That that is the minority, unfortunately, it seems. But uh, we are all affected by domestic violence. So, Patrick. Yes, sir. As sergeant, one of the supervisors in the Special Victims Unit, for those that may not have been with us week before last when you were here, mm-hmm. kind of take us back just a little bit, okay. talk about how we investigate domestic violence uh, incidents, and then we will move on to the information you've brought us today. Right. So the, the <coughs> biggest thing for investigating domestic violence is that we need to know that it's happening. Um, we are obviously not behind closed doors, so we don't really know what's going on. The best reporter of domestic violence is the people that are going through it or someone that sees something and, and uh, takes it upon themselves to tell law enforcement about it, mm-hmm. right? So if you see something, a bruise that's uh, poorly explained or not explained at all, um, by all means, get in touch with that person, see if they need help. Uh, and once it's reported, you know, hopefully we can, um, as the sheriff's office, come out and, and help them as we can. Now, if we get a report of domestic violence, um, you know, our road deputies are the first ones to respond 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. uh, as they are with most calls for service. Um, they'll go there. They'll, uh, you know, obviously assess the scene if it's a hot, as I put in parentheses, a hot situation where mm-hmm. there's weapons involved and people at risk of uh, severe injury. Then, you know, will come more heavy handed than uh, a call that's just an ongoing verbal argument at the time that we sure. get there. Right. Yeah, with, also with backup or two officers oh, if, if available. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We always try and bring. Um, one more than the amount of people that's an issue, if you mm-hmm. will, right, or the people that are there. So, uh, you know, when deputies go on the scene, the first thing that, you know, we're taught to do is to separate the parties. Um, that's obviously because if, um, you know, my wife and I are in a, a disagreement or something to that effect. and Well, you would be wrong. Well, yeah, nat- well <laughs> naturally, I, that I goes without saying. I know you and your saying. lovely wife, so it, you <laughs> are the problem. Well, <laughs> yes, that, uh, of course, that goes without saying. But, um, you know, we always want to separate the parties because I might not feel comfortable saying something uh, about in my wife her. in her presence because she's so, you know, domineering over me and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. But, um, you know, long story short, we separate everybody, hope that everyone feels comfortable with us. If we see some sort of signs of assault on a victim, male or female, um, you know, we address that situation as it comes. And in, in, in separating the parties, we get hopefully the closest thing to the truth that we can get. Right. Right. And, you know, a lot of times with these victims, they're not comfortable telling exactly what happened for a, a variety of reasons. But uh, we do our best to kind of see what's going on, what we can see in terms of evidence with our eyes, what we can hear, what we can, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of a better term, smell sometimes, too. I mean, there Correct. can be a lot of things. <clears throat> All of our senses come into play with these um you know, we see these injuries, we photograph it, we document everything that we possibly can. And based on the uh, the law enforcement term is totality of the circumstances, basically everything that's happening, we make the decision to arrest uh, one party, both parties, depending on what it shows for. Now, let me just unpack because you gave us a lot of great information there about mm-hmm. how we things we do. I, and there again, for those that, that were tuning in uh, uh, two weeks ago, forgive me, but for those that weren't, <coughs> I remember many, many years ago, this was back in the late uh, um, uh, 1800s. 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's fixing to be a domestic in here. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the late 1990s, uh, I was working at another agency in another county, and we responded to a domestic mm-hmm. where uh, a female, unfortunately a female victim, was obviously a victim of assault. 
uh, and we asked her, you know, almost beggingly, please, do you want to take charges on the suspect? Mm -hmm. And she would not. She was, for like you say, a variety of reasons. So we had to drive away. Mm. That is not that way anymore, is it? It sure ain't. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So, um, so basically what has happened in a nutshell, and, and maybe you can expand more on it, is uh, the law basically now says if we see signs of an assault, mm-hmm. we shall, shall arrest. Yes. And it takes the burden off of the victim mm-hmm. because, they, like you say, they may not want to arrest because that's the breadwinner. Right. Or they may not want to arrest because, uh, you know, uh, what's going to happen after you guys leave. The father of my children. The father right. of my children yep. or the wife, my wife, my mother and my kids or, you mm-hmm. know, we have a standing in the community or mm-hmm. a myriad of reasons. So now it kind of takes the burden off of the victim. It does. And I think that has helped the prosecution of domestic violence so much more. Most certainly. Um, Even as far back as when I had first started in law enforcement in 2014, I can specifically remember a case that I had where on the scene I was told one thing, and then once it got to court, it changed, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it wouldn't even have gotten that far if the decision hadn't been essentially made for me as a a responding officer. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the word is shall, S-H-A-L-L. There is no should, might, could, it is, shall. There is no if ands, or buts. If you see signs of assault on a, a victim, then you make that happen, and you get it to court. And there are certain layers of protection at that point in time, too. When you take out that primary aggressor, uh, that's that their primary com- combatant, if you will. Right. Um, they they cannot just be released. They're not going to bond out right away. Right. Uh, they've got to see a judge. Mm-hmm. The judge has got to tell them to stay away, keep away, don't go here, don't go there. These are the your conditions of release. If we release you back, you know, pending the trial. So right. that's important too. It is. Yeah, and and what's really neat is, and and when we come back from from break here shortly, um, what I'd like to do is have you guys unpack. Matt, you just brought up a great point. If an individual is arrested, they have to appear before a judge, right. not just a magistrate, but a judge. Mm-hmm. So normally if it occurs in the afternoon or in the early morning, and some some jurisdictions just don't have court every right. day like mm-hmm. we have here in Ardell County, uh, you could be in jail two or three days right. depending on until you get Weekends, in front of the judge. holidays, yep. Mm-hmm. And that is the prime opportunity to where we, as law enforcement, especially with our special victims unit, is you guys have that golden opportunity to go in and follow up the investigation, yep. talk to the victim, talk to the family members, talk to the em- employers or coworkers, talk to the children, and get that holistic view of that situation so that when we go to court, it's more than just a he said, she said. Absolutely. And that's that, to me, is the beauty of having our special victims unit and you guys receiving the training and knowing how to what to tell our road officers to, to, to find out, to get, so that you guys can follow up. Right, exactly. And <clears throat> on the previous show, we had discussed how many cases yes. are just alone domestic victim or domestic violence detectives had received this year. And that was, we were over 400, over and right, that was a couple of weeks ago. And I can yep. tell you on Monday, <clears throat> I assigned 10. Yeah. So obviously the weekends is a hot spot for domestic violence. Sure. Um, so every Monday, you know, I come in a little bit early to be mm-hmm. sure that I have mm-hmm. the time to do all my case assignments. And my goodness, our, our domestic violence detectives sure do get hammered on that day. Yeah. Um, and, and holidays as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's back in town for Christmas. Cold weather. Starting to shoot people up. Yeah, yeah yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it, it is in, invaluable that we have a unit specifically 
designated to that because that number alone is substantial for the people that we have working it. So Truth. imagine working, you know, stolen lawnmowers, uh, sexual offenses, fraud. I mean, our fraud detectives carry anywhere between 20 and 40 cases at any given time. Correct. So I can't imagine trying to work fraud and domestic mm-hmm. violence. So it is very important that we have those detectives assigned to that specifically. And and the, the training that you guys receive that, that you go to and, and receive and you bring back those tips, those investigative tips yes. that you can d- disseminate out to our road officers mm-hmm. so that when they respond, like um, in something we'll talk about when we come back on sentence enhancers, because I think you've got some paperwork there mm-hmm. that, that we give out to our victims and, and we ask them questions. But are children present? Mm-hmm. And if children are present, we try to photograph them or at least get their names and dates of birth so that we can admit that in the court yep. because that's a sentence enhancer. It is. Uh, if the victim or if the, if the suspect rather is found guilty at court. Yep. So just really, really cool training and you, you guys receive a lot of that. So folks, uh, when we come back, uh, Patrick will be here. We'll have some more information. If you have any questions about domestic violence or the investigating thereof, please give us a call 704-873-1400 and we'll be back in about two minutes. Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty. You're with Chief Bill, Captain Matt, and Sergeant Pat. Yes, I'm going to coin that one. Love it. Uh, 100.7 FM on Statesville, uh, 105.9 in the other Vills, local areas. Uh, Call into the studio at 704-873-1400. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing a ticket giveaway, a four-pack of tickets to the NASCAR Xfinity race coming up on Saturday. So stay tuned and be sure... uh, to listen in, because the trivia question is something that may have already happened and may be happening shortly. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Wow. We're going to take your training wheels like off. like it. You did All well. Right. Joe is even back here giving Thank you, you a thumbs Joe. up, I appreciate brother. it. I like it. I like it. Chief Bill, Captain <coughs> Matt, and Sergeant Pat. Sergeant Pat. I, yeah, oh. there's, so, spoiler alert, there's two Sergeant Pats that oh, work yeah. in the sheriff's office. Yes. I am obviously the better Sergeant Pat. Right. And I'm sure next time he's on, he'll say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, fixing to be another domestic. <laughs> Sergeant Pat domestic. You know, uh, and thank you, Patrick, again, mm-hmm. seriously, for, for coming in and talking about domestic violence uh, as October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. But uh, talking again about some of the stats that I was I was referring to. And this one, this one kind of blew me away. Uh, and it just goes to show that domestics don't just occur at home. For sure. Uh, as I said, the study I'm referring to is from the Center for uh, Domestic Violence. And... It, uh, their findings were up to 50% of survivors of intimate partner violence who are employed are harassed at work. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So it, not only is it what occurs, as you said earlier, behind closed mm-hmm. doors, but this tends to leak into other areas of our lives. Uh, and this is one of the things that when Heather and Sean were here mm-hmm. as our threat assessment investigators, uh, here again, having those specialized units, having yeah. that having that ability you guys, although it would seem weird to do domestic violence and them doing threat assessment, when it comes to this topic, those tend to merge. It does. So if you are an employer and you are concerned about your employees and some of their stuff, you know, f- spilling over into your workplace uh, and you would like some information about that, please call us at the sheriff's office, 878-3180. 
and we will uh, get Sean and Heather to come out and talk to you about that. Yeah, that active shooter <clears throat> training. Uh, so it doesn't have to be a lone wolf or some crazed person. No. It could be a jealous spouse. It could be, you know, hey. Uh, a disgruntled spouse yes, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's not leaving <clears throat> me or whatever. I mean, you know, this could happen exactly at the workplace. So yeah, and we've seen, that. <clears throat> we, we've seen that over, you know, across the great state of North Carolina and even nationally. So if that is a concern and you are an employer, please call us uh, at the sheriff's office and we will come out and assist you. So Patrick, yes. last time, this is about where we kind of went off the rails and I don't want to go off the rails because you have such great information today. So please tell us about some of the questionnaires yes. that we ask that we've learned about through the lovely training that you guys get. Yes. So I, I do want to hop on to the whole workplace thing. Part of um, the domestic violence um, protection orders, or mm -hmm. prior to that, ex parte is what they're called in, in the beginning. Um, there is a special section for people to stay away from the workplace. So that yep. is spot on, exactly correct, and that is something that the state has thought of. Um, but regarding questionnaires, yes, absolutely. We have um, not necessarily an official checklist of mm -hmm. things, but we do have a uh, pretty rigid guideline of things that we need to look for. You know, as, as mentioned, Previously, when we go out on scene, one, separate people. Two, take photos. Three, get statements if you can. Um, four, are there kids in the home? Where are mm -hmm. they? What are their names? Dates of birth? How mm -hmm. old are we talking here? Because, you know, uh, assault in the presence of a minor is an aggravating factor, as you said. It's yes, also sir. a separate charge. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to actually see it. They could be in another room. Yeah, they're experiencing um, it when they hear it or they absolutely. know what's going on. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, it, me and my wife were talking about... Um, drama versus marital fussing <laughs> yesterday yeah. and i said well that's more on the drama section you know mm -hmm. obviously yeah. much worse than that but marital fussing is not what we're talking about here um but yeah our, our our checklist of sorts is when we get this investigation we go through um you know 911 calls when people call 911 i'm this may be a shock to some people but it is in fact recorded mm -hmm. right so when people call 911 yeah i know joe made a face oh my goodness yeah <laughs> it is recorded so um if we get a 911 call for something like that and we can hear a child screaming in the background again right then and there we have that so um, that we always do follow up photographs to see how uh, for lack of a better term an injury or mm -hmm. sign of assault has progressed if you sure. will <clears throat> um, and, uh, you know, all of our deputies are aware of the immediacy that information has to be collected on those. Um, because if you have a sign of assault, um, if you have a sign of assault, then, you know, we're going to we need to get that documented as soon as possible. Can those recordings be used as evidence they in court? Most certainly. Absolutely. Can. Absolutely. Yes. And, and Joe, the neat thing about that is if you're if you're giving that information, uh, and, and, and I don't mean to be flippant when I say this, but Patrick, as, as you can attest to, and Matt, when you were working them, victim and suspect may be mad as all devil right now. Right. Six, eight months from now when it goes to court, they might be back together. Mm -hmm. Or the victim doesn't want to testify or the victim won't come testify. Well, to get around the hearsay exclusion of that, I can testify to what I saw. Right. I can testify to what I was told. So if the victim comes running out of the house and I see uh, a shirt torn, I see crying, I see a swollen left eye, you know, the victim's making statements of he's got a gun, he's going to shoot us all, mm -hmm. I can testify to that even if the victim does not want to testify. Right. So those 911 calls, those in-car <clears throat> cameras, those body-worn cameras, those those uh, spontaneous spontaneous utterances. Yeah. Yes, uh, legal terms. Yeah, the legal term. Uh, uh, you know, all that's admissible, but 
we as officers, and that's why Patrick and Special Victims Unit go into training, mm-hmm. these questions weren't just pulled out of a hat. Right. We talked to prosecutors. We talked to judges. What can we do to make our cases stronger? What can we do to gather information? What, can we, what else can we get to present to a jury? And that's where a lot of this information spawned from. Yep. It does. And I'll say one other thing, Joe, about the uh, – before we do that, that's a good idea. Uh, it, it, the 911 call center. So we have specifically trained law enforcement telecommunicators that know what questions to ask. So they're asking in a domestic situation, uh, is he there? Uh, where are mm-hmm. you? Go to a locked room. Are there weapons involved? Are there weapons in the home? Are there drugs in the home? Are there children? So that a lot of times we're getting this this important information before we get there. So this is your victim on the phone giving that information. So that that's another important fact that we can use. Yes, right. it is. Great information. So while we have just a little bit of time left in this segment, we are going to, as Patrick said, mm-hmm. give away a four-pack of tickets to the Xfinity race. So... Joe has highly recommended that we ask a question this mm-hmm. time instead of just taking a random <laughs> caller. So I believe the question that we have decided to ask our yes. listeners, what state is Sheriff Campbell currently in? What state of the United States is Sheriff Campbell currently in? Oh, oh my goodness. Caller one already. Caller number one. Wow. Hello, caller. Are you there? <clears throat> Hello? Yes, sir. Hello, are you calling for the tickets? Yes, sir. All right. You want to tell us what state Sheriff Campbell is in? North Carolina. No, sir. He is not currently in North Carolina. He is at a conference out of state. So uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that uh, that answer. So, uh, caller, are you there? Nope. 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 Okay, Joe, we're going to take one. another caller? Yes. Okay, we'll take another. We'll take the next caller. Uh, What's the, that number, Sergeant Pat? Oh, goodness. Well, the number is 704 704- Eight seven three fourteen hundred. Seven zero four eight seven three fourteen hundred. Where is the sheriff currently now? Yes. Yes. That he will be what flying state? out of shortly, coming back. You home. know that sheriff sure is a spud. <coughs> I mean a stud. <laughs> Hello, caller. Are you, you with like us? That? You like that? <laughs> Hello, caller. Are you I'm online? Here. Hey, what state is Sheriff I'm Campbell here. in? Idaho. Outstanding, (laughs) outstanding. Ma'am, if you will stay on the line, we will get your information at the break. So it'll be just another minute or two, so please don't hang up on us, okay? Thank you. All right, stay with us. Make make sure we get you at break. All right, Joe. Man, that was good. So <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I do. She that was trying. good. You she said it was going to, the weather was starchy there. The starchy, yeah, I, I decided to pull out the spud I like stud. the spud yeah. stud. Yeah. We're no. going to have to call him out when he comes back. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Captain Matt will do or the is, honors. Is, you uh, said it. Or as my son is familiar with saying, no, we ain't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we, yeah, we ain't. We ain't. <laughs> I shall not. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, great. Thank you so much, callers, for listening and, and calling in for those tickets. But, but uh, Patrick, yeah, I mean... Some of the things that our men and women see that, that our, our victims tell us is, is just heart-wrenching. It is. And one of the neat things that, that I found um, very satisfying working at Special Victims, and I know you, mm. you do too, I've, I've talked to you about this on many occasions, is the opportunity to lock up an mm. offender, mm-hmm. to put them in jail, to give the victim and or family the relief Yep. Uh, mentally and physically that they deserve. Absolutely. Uh, 
yeah, we have a, a running joke, myself and Captain Wyatt, about me working in, in property crimes as a detective sergeant there. And, you know, I, I always tell her, well, do you want my company answer or do you want the, the personal answer? And she knows that, I, you know, I have a passion for putting, you know, like a better term, the bad guys away for this sort mm-hmm. of thing. Right. You know, a stolen lawnmower is obviously problematic, but getting somebody for the stuff that we're talking about today has a special spot in my heart. And I'm, I'm glad I get to do it. Yep, And I am, too. Thank you so much. Callers, if you have any questions about domestic violence, please give us a call. 704-873-1400. And we'll be back in about two minutes. Now, that's what I'm talking about, some comeback music right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's straight out of the Sith Lord stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, no, that's not Synthwave. Okay, Matt. all right, all right. I am Welcome. frightened. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you, uh, Chief Bill, for uh, the frightening spokes in there. It, I mean, we've got the, it's the frightening month, right? It's I, October. It's Domestic Violence run, Month. Yes. Uh, we're hearing from Detective Sergeant Pat. Yeah. I like that, yep. So, And I'm Captain Matt. So, guys, thank you all for listening out there. Uh, call us in on studio here at 704-873-1400. If you have any questions, we just gave away some tickets to the uh, Xfinity. So if you had uh, been listening to where the sheriff was, he was in Idaho. So and we'll congratulations. see you on the plane back home. <laughs> exactly, coming back home. Um, I'd just like to say uh, about the Citizens Academy going yes. on. Yes, what an awesome group. So Sergeant Pat <coughs> did a great job last night. Yeah, uh, he, yeah he, he got to speak along with one of our other uh, detectives. Uh, you guys used specifically the fraud or other detectives did some human trafficking stuff. Correct. Uh, we had uh, a member from the Department of Treasury, right, talk uh, about. Secretary of State. Secretary of State, mm-hmm. yep, very good. Uh, and, of course, Chief Bill. You, you have a standing in for the sheriff, yes, uh, but we welcome 22 of the 29 folks that are signed up. One of our largest Citizens Academy that the sheriff's put on. I don't know that we've had one bigger, and I know no. I read them before you did. And yep. that was, those folks just kept coming last night. And yes, kept coming. We they had did. a training room full, which yes. is oh, yes. awesome. Yeah. Love it. And I even had Absolutely blank name it. tags uh, filled out with a marker there. So yeah. you can still come. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursday nights, 6 to 8. Uh, we we met at the sheriff's office last night. We probably won't be back there until we go to the detention center. Mm-hmm. Oh, they looked at the lab last night too. Yes, they did. Uh, but uh, yeah, we were we were cramped in there. We were piled in that little training room there at the sheriff's but office. But we love it. But we do. Yes, yeah, that, we, we appreciate what a, that. What a really neat. Yeah, group. having that many people, we would have taken them outside. More of showed up. Oh, right? of course. Yeah, so, weather's great. So we we yeah. Speaking of weather, great. We're going to take them down to the boat ramp on Thursday. Uh, we're going to see the the the, the vessel. Mm-hmm. As the sheriff likes to call mm-hmm. it, we'll see the vessel, we'll see the cert team, we'll be able to do that. We got a lot of good things coming up. So get online, uh, go to our app, it'll take you to the link, go to Facebook, search back on there. It's been a, a couple of weeks, but uh, sign up for the Citizens Academy. If you will fill out your information, it will send me your email address, your other information. Uh, you can call the office, 878 3180. We need any questions and ask for Captain Matt, and I'll be glad to get you signed up. So you can experience some good stuff. Absolutely, and and it this is one of the funnest times of year is anytime we do our academies, mm-hmm. one in spring, one in fall, and then we do our teens in the summer. But uh, just a really neat way to open our doors mm-hmm. to the community, to let them come in and meet us and talk with us and see everything that we offer and learn about domestic violence, right. learn about human trafficking. I think they're going to do 
boats and, yep. and some other stuff. Uh, they're going to do a detention center tour. Mm-hmm. They're going to do traffic stops, canines, right. cert team demos. Yep. So, uh, and our officers get excited about being able to meet these folks too. Yep. That's oh, yeah. really, really neat. The, so. the other Sergeant Pat is very <coughs> excited to do the mock crime scene. Oh, yes. I've already talked to him about yes. the crime scene. Yes. And of course, it being October, it may be an interesting, <coughs> twisty kind of crime scene. Well, so. well, that Sergeant Pat has gone above and beyond. I mean, he, he has. He did he a great job with the PowerPoint, the yeah. background on that, yeah, uh, with the sheriff's force. And then, um, uh, yeah, that crime scene that he put together. He'll also be flying the drone. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. get to see that as well. So another interesting twist in October Mm -hmm. is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And for those of you that are new to Ardo County, uh, especially new to the Ardo County Sheriff's Office, you will see those of us. Let me get the camera here. Yep, guys, show show your badges, pink badges. Sheriff Campbell uh, authorized us eight years ago Mm -hmm. uh, to wear pink badges in honor of victims and uh, survivors of Breast Cancer Awareness. So you will see our deputies out and about, and if you see a pink badge, yes, that is a real pink badge. <laughs> yes, real. yes, they're authorized to use it in any way that they see fit. And what's really cool is these were purchased with their own yep. their own money. No yep. taxpayer money was used whatsoever to purchase these, uh, and they're 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 a little pricey, mm-hmm. but it's a neat way for us to be able to honor. Those, those members of our community. And, man, I know without letting the cat out of the bag on the other project, right. uh, they're conversation starters, let's yes. just say that. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Uh, the school resource officers uh, wearing those badges around those kids, mm-hmm. um, it, it gives them a, hey, is that a pink badge? What is that? And, it, it you know, just like the absolutely. canines that, mm-hmm. sh- that Sheriff Campbell's talked about. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's an opportunity to a conversation starter. I was, I was getting gas yesterday out yeah. on Highway 90. Yep. And a guy walked up and he goes, is that a pink badge? <laughs> I went, yes, sir, it sure is. And he kind of looked at me and I said, and let me tell you what it's for. And we had a great conversation. Oh, yeah. We yep. had a great it, – it, it, it went from breast cancer awareness mm-hmm. to – law enforcement in general to mm-hmm. how we're out in the community and right. we had a great conversation so yeah it's a great conversation starter yep, yep. so just i'm excited to be able to wear mine in, in october mm-hmm. and another community event talking about our community events because we do like to be out in the community uh will be saturday october the 14th mm-hmm. down at mazeppa park now <clears throat> i'm not going to say that there's a little bit of uh <laughs> How should I say it, Patrick? Competition. Competition, um, maybe. Maybe. Um, This is a softball tournament that will benefit one of our local charities. But involved in the softball tournament is the Idaho County Sheriff's Office Mm -hmm. with two teams? Yes. Two teams this year, uh, the Mooresville Police Department. Idaho County EMS, Statesville Police Department, and the Troutman Police Department. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying because we have two teams that we're (laughs) twice as apt to win. Stacked, statistically speaking. You know, (laughs) but what a a cool day. Like I said, it will be down at Mazeppa Bar. It is free Mm -hmm. uh, to come for the community. Uh, But bring some money, buy some snacks, buy some some refreshments. Those those proceeds benefit the charity. And uh, uh, we just want to invite our community members to come out and watch some really doggone good softball. And I know that, that, that we yeah, joke and pick. Yeah, there's some competition. But there is some for real competition. And I don't want to say animosity, no. uh, especially if, if the sheriff's office team plays the sheriff's office team. We can't have that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. 
there's some there's some type A personalities that want to win this tournament. Okay. I've, I've seen some after work practices or heard some stories of after work you know, practices. That's where Patrick. the Ben Gates meal comes from. That's okay. what I it thought is. it was cleaning. You fluid thought the other it was day. a locker room at the sheriff's office. <laughs> yes. No, it's these so- adult softball players. There you have it. So <laughs> that explains that. But yeah, please come out to Mississippi Park on October 14th and and uh, support a really good a really good charity. Matt, we have a senior citizen rad class upcoming yes that is correct so rad is going to be another (laughs) thing that's going to be talked about Mm -hmm. at our citizens academy Uh, all of these programs that that we do for the community are free of charge Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a great opportunity for uh, our our and i I won't get it wrong it's our seasoned citizens Mm -hmm. uh, to to get out and and get active and and a way to protect themselves, a way to empower themselves. Thank you. Become yes. empowered. Exactly. That's it. That's and and it. it's in it. You use your words. You use your 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 thoughts, your feelings, your situational awareness. Mm-hmm. It's not a come out and learn to fight. No. It's learn to live. It's Absolutely. learn to to uh, uh, protect yourself mm-hmm. with what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so yeah, come one, come all. Any any of our, our seasoned citizens, we're putting this on on uh, the sixteenth. I believe that's right. Yeah. Is it the uh, yeah. Yes, thir- no, Thursday, October 19th. 19th. Thursday, okay. October right. 19th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Right. We'll, we'll feed you. Yep. Uh, it will be at the training center on Monticello Road right. at the Sheriff's Office Training Center, uh, taught by taught by ladies for ladies. Right. Mm-hmm. And and here again, uh, we always get the question, well, what if I have, you know, mobility issues? What if my back my back's bad? What if mm-hmm. I have bad knees? Folks, you got to fight with what you got. Right. And we're not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do, but we're going to teach you how to how to fight and defend yourself with, with what you have every mm-hmm. day. Uh, so if you carry a big purse, if you carry a big wad of keys, mm-hmm. we're going to show you how to use those uh, as a weapon. So, I, I, uh, I talked to somebody from our <coughs> last class that specifically said, you got your hind end whipped around that, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the second day that you did practicals. <coughs> well, that tends to happen. Yes, exactly. Know. So she felt sorry for you guys, but she kept wailing on you. Yeah, she and, she, and she said that you guys train at like 60 or 80%. Uh, something yeah. like that, but she specifically said that once a man grabs me and I don't want him on me, I just saw black or red because yep, yep. you're wearing a, a red man suit. Good for trigger. her. Yep. yep. Good yep. for her. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we take a couple good shots to the face and groin and other areas that are not fun to get hit in. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. but we we do it for the fine ladies of Iredell County. Right. Yep. yep. So if you are interested, please give us a call. Right. Seven zero four eight seven eight thirty one eighty. Right. Ask for Captain Matt, myself, or or um, Patrick. Yep. yep, and, and, and we can bring up. that class to you. The one of the specific classes I think that you guys had done was five mothers and five daughters. Yes, and 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 we put it together. Now, as this class here was for the counseling, uh, the counseling aging center uh, had asked us to put it on, but we're opening it up to the public because sure. anything we do mm-hmm. is is that way. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. And uh, another great night last night, in addition to Citizens Academy, was Statesville's Night Out. Oh yeah, uh, downtown. Uh, for those of you that are in, in and around downtown Statesville. Uh, our men and women were down there. We we had our, our Bearcat. Yep. Uh, we had our canine units, and we had some other giveaway items there. Just meeting our neighbors, talking to them about the sheriff's office, all the beneficial things the sheriff's office does, the things that we can bring in. And I've seen some pictures yep. that some of the media folks put out, and uh, our canines were getting loved on. <laughs> our deputies were, were out um, amongst the, the, the people uh, answering questions and doing things. So a really great night last night. So uh, always excited to get out to the, the, the Mooresville, Statesville, Troutman night out. Yep. So uh, so it was a good night had by all. 
And in the last couple minutes that we have here to show, Joe's given me the uh, the minute sign. We want to welcome Deputy Katie Gibson, one of the newest members of the Ardell County Sheriff's Office. She completed basic law enforcement training uh, just recently, and she is sworn in, and she is going to be taking a job as a bailiff oh, up in our courtroom. Nice. So uh, if you're up in court, uh, stop by and say hello to Katie, and I'm sure she'll talk to you. So uh Patrick, thank you so much for coming. I hope we were able to give some information to Mm -hmm. our listeners about domestic violence and how we put a premium on working these cases. Matt, always good to work and talk with you, sir. Absolutely. Thanks, Chief Big Joe, appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much for the awesome tunes and keeping us straight. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty today on WSIC.